Hey, this is Kat Kahn from Knoxville, Tennessee. And Tanya Rice from Minneapolis, Minnesota. We are grateful you've joined us. And we cannot wait to share with you the musings of a couple of yogis. We hope you learn, laugh, and enjoy. And we hope you will share with us any of your comments or questions. Without further ado, this is Two Pittas on a Pod. Hey, Kat. Hey, Tanya. What's up? How are you doing? I'm good. I am. Uh, I feel like the sky is up. It is. Well, that's a good thing. We'd hate to be down. There's a lot going on in life. How about you? Yeah, lots of good stuff, though. I just got through you and well, you and I were both teaching at a retreat this past weekend. You in Minnesota, me in south of Nashville. And I mean, what's wrong with that picture, though? I mean, shouldn't we have been teaching a retreat together somewhere? I know. I know. I know. Talking about it. But we've got things in the works now. We we have some plans. Uh And it's going to be a first come, first serve. We're, mm-hmm. And we'll let you guys know. It's going to be pretty awesome. Dun to dun. <laughs> While I was at this retreat this last weekend, I had a couple of our fun podcast listeners who were with me at the retreat. And one of them said to me that she doesn't like how often I say right. Right? I have never noticed that you say right. Does she like, I how, have... I, does she like how I cough all the time? <laughs> well, I edit a lot of that stuff out, but I don't edit my rights out. But I told her now, I said, for sure, I'm going to edit every one of them out. And I said that, or I'm going to do a whole episode where I'm like, right? <laughs> right? Well, if you want me to, I'll start saying right, right? <laughs> and well, then I told her, she said, no, she says, it's fine. It's just because it's you and because I like you, it's okay, but I don't mm-hmm. like it. And I was like, okay, well, it, it was funny because the, the conversation had actually started about other words she doesn't like. So now I also told her that I was going to be using bougie because oh. she doesn't like bougie either. I'm like, well, what do you mean? I feel pretty bougie right now. Aren't you bougie? <laughs> <laughs> but you know what, though? I do appreciate when people give us that feedback because I know there's things I say and do that I'm not aware of. They're just part of my speech. They're part of my way of relating to other people. And, you know, so honestly, yeah, that, that's good feedback so whoever you are if you're listening thank you so much for the feedback um and of course i like it better because it was feedback she gave you about you and not about hey you need to tell cat to shut up she talks too much <laughs> well and so it makes me think about it though because there's a lot of things i know i say you know a lot and i know i say like a lot so those are just dumb things that i feel like i need to be working on but what, anyway what so- do, well what what do i say because honestly i do, i've not re- noticed that you do that at all. <laughs> I haven't. It's probably just because we're just going a thousand miles a minute. And we're not be. really analyzing what we're saying to each no. other. I don't know. So what are we going to talk about today? Well, since it's close to the holidays, we decided we were going to talk about the holidays. Mm-hmm. And we were going to talk about all the things that can stress us out during the holidays. Mm-hmm. All the things that can cause us big emotions, conflict, and how we can use our tools and apply them. And what are the things we really should be focusing on for self-care when mm-hmm. it comes to the holidays? Mm-hmm. I love it. I love it because, you know, people always, and I've, I've started doing in my classes a lot of heart opening work. 
because this is a hard time of the year for some people. You know, I love all the holidays, and I, but that doesn't always mean I'm giddy and happy and joyful because they are very stressful, like you just mentioned. And we have a lot of people that have lost loved ones during the holidays, or they have that one family member that is challenging to work with. And so some people, it's not really the most wonderful time of the year for them. So, and I, what I find interesting is my mom, and I think I've told you this before, but my mom always ex- believes every family except for ours has Hallmark Christmases. They're just perfect and everyone's singing Christmas carols all day long and they're making cookies and they're drinking hot chocolate with little marshmallows on top. And I'm like, mom, that, that's like, that's like really in the movies. Every family has challenges. And, but I think a lot of times we don't, we don't speak that we all pretend because we only put the pretty pictures on Facebook and it looks like everything's swell, but it's nice to be able to address them so that it really can be swell. You do have tools that you can work with. Yeah. A hundred percent. And, you know, like with all those things that you mentioned, like grief for sure, when it comes to like thought process of having lost someone, but then there's also grief in you lost a job and now finances are tight, or this is uh, a relationship that's failed and you have a blended family and now you're arguing over who gets who for what holiday and depending on your arrangements, you're sitting on Christmas morning without your children because they're at another house. You know, there's so many layers to all of those emotions that can happen around the holidays. And to your point, we want it to be all, you know, Hallmark movie, Mm -hmm. but it's not. And a lot of times it's only Hallmarky for five to 10 minutes. And then all of a sudden it's Halloween four. (laughs) You know, something when we get into these kind of stressful situations that we have to think about first off that the holiday season is more than just one day so just because you've had a bad day doesn't mean you have a whole bad season but same time, if it's a stressful time for you, it may feel like it is like Groundhog's Day. It just never ends. So just being aware of that, but also being aware of your contribution to every situation you're in, because you get to control how you react to everything around you. And nothing's perfect. You can't make it perfect. We all want it to be perfect. And in our mind, when we're starting all of our little baking and all of our little wrapping, we don't expect it, or most of us don't expect it to not be perfect, but no, no holiday, no family, no person is perfect. And so when we recognize that and don't expect it, it gives us a little, keeps us a little more grounded. Another thing that we can do besides recognizing that perfection's not attainable. So quit trying to strive for that, but it's to accept other people for who they are. We want everyone to accept us for how we are. If we want people to accept us for how we are, then we have to accept them with all all of their glitter and tinsel and warts, just like they are, you know, and if you can get to the point before you even go to holiday parties or events or family gatherings, if you can get to that point where you're accepting people where they are, it takes a lot of pressure off the other people to change, but it takes pressure off of you because you're like, you know what, this is one weekend or one day or one hour. I'm going to just love, love that person. It also helps remove the chance for conflict as well. Mm-hmm. And anytime we can decrease the chance for conflict, we're going to make life just substantially better, right? Yeah, absolutely. So be self-aware. Yeah, I just said yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> so 
So just be self-aware. Being self-aware is essential. The way you attend, the way you show up with your mood, your energy, your behavior, that affects everything. So if you show up with the best, you know, the best you can be, you know what, then you know what you've done, you're, you've done all you can do. You can't make other people behave the way you want them to be. So you just go have fun for you. And if people are acting that way, do a little practice, a little self-care. If you need to take yourself out of a situation. Now, anytime we talk about stress in the holidays, we do always make it sound like it's a battlefield and it's really not a battlefield. Sometimes it can be, but if you go in expecting it, that there may be challenges, but hope for the best, that's probably a better. If you have someone that you have conflict with, see if you can make peace with them before a family gathering. Or if someone always says something that's a little snarky, maybe they're kind of shy. Maybe they don't know how to interact well. So don't take it personally. Oh, and another way to limit this, which my family loves to have you know, mulled wine and things like that. If you limit alcohol, a lot of times that will take all of those problems away. But we like our little, you know, mulled wine. Yeah, I was thinking you had brought up the topic about you know, a little self-care and maybe stepping away if you need to step away. It's funny because I had just had this conversation with a Reiki client about having a safe word for their family and that if they need to, somebody says the safe word, they all just step out of the conversation they're in and they gather into a little huddle and they're like, we're okay. We're team family. Everything's going to be fine. Let's go back in and, you know, so that everybody could watch out for each other. Because a lot of times, too, right? You get dispersed depending on how big your festivity is, or you get circled into a conversation you didn't want to be part of, and you don't have a way to escape it. And you're like, somebody pull me out of this circle Mm because I don't want to be part of what this is about to happen, you know? And that's not to say, you know, a lot of people love to be the center of the drama and, you know, hopefully that's not any of us and our listeners. Hopefully we're the people who are like, ah, no, I try to avoid Mm -hmm. the drama as much as humanly possible. Mm -hmm. But Or, you know, maybe send out a dress code for the people that want to be the center of attention and stir the pot and have them go ahead and show up with the party hats on <laughs> and wear your spin. reindeer antlers and we'll know that you're the ones that want to be center of attention the rest of us will just watch your show um, <laughs> you also have to understand how to deal with stress uh, it's easy to let things spiral and get out of control and everyone handles stress differently some people blow up and start screaming and crying and throwing stuff some people get quiet and remove themselves I get quiet and remove myself and yeah, that's not I'm, always the best I'm way the, but that's what I do yeah I'm the same way I yeah. would rather just clam up and walk away mm-hmm. and not not address it but again, probably not the best way. But I mean, when we're talking about stress, there's a lot of things that can contribute to stress around the holidays. Are you the one who's cooking and cleaning? (laughs) Are you the one who's hosting? There's a lot of stress in having family over, right? You know, speaking (laughs) of the, (laughs) speaking of the cooking, how many times have you made something and then people showed up and said, oh my gosh, you did, everything smells so great. Why'd you make that? I don't like that. (laughs) Does that ever happen? Yes. You know, it's always a amazing to me when people I'm like well then you can cook next year (laughs) (laughs) 
Yeah. And, you know, there's stress around the holidays with money and finances Mm -hmm. and managing how you're going to accommodate gift giving if gift giving is a part of it. And that's a whole nother thing. Do you do gifts for your big family? Do you not do gifts for the big family? It's one of those things that's kind of migrated in our uh, family over the years. There was a time when we were buying gifts not only for our own kids, and but we were buying gifts for all the nieces and nephews, and then we were buying gifts for all, you know, so it it complex right? All Mm -hmm. of the stressors that go into the holidays. And are you doing cards? Are you behind in getting your cards and your photos out? Are you stressed because you saw all your friends' pictures and you're like, ah, we didn't do pictures? You know, like, what what is the stressor for you? And how can you work to either eliminate that stress or what can you do to ease your worries around Mm -hmm. it? You know, something else we always tell people during the holiday, especially around Thanksgiving, because we're focused on things, but we tell people during all the holiday season to focus on gratitude, the things you're grateful for. And that's, that's really a pretty easy thing to do. But one thing that we don't do is we don't actively express gratitude. You know, if you see someone doing anything, even if it's little, you know, make sure you tell them, you know, thank you so much for cleaning the dishes. Thank you so much for taking the trash out. Because I think a lot of times people get stressed out and get angry and get hurt. And it's really more of hurt and feeling lack of respect or lack of appreciation because we forget to, you know, say thank you. And that's something easy to do. You know, someone sets the table. Generally, we're like, well, that's their job. They always set the table. But you can still say, yeah, thank you so much for setting the table. 100%. Gratitude and appreciation. You think even just when you're out in the store buying stuff and there's just plain chaos during the holidays in the stores and Black Friday sales and stuff to hold a door open for somebody or to say something lovely, to just simply be, wow, you have beautiful eyes or I really like your coat or whatever it is, like just random acts of kindness to make people's day. Mm -hmm. And keep a sense of humor. Everything doesn't have to be so serious. If someone buys you something in the wrong size, just laugh at them. Say, oh, think you meant this for yourself, you know, whatever, you know, but keep a sense of humor, you know. There's always funny situations. And I love to throw... Oh, go ahead. And and be gracious to your hosts. Be gracious to people in restaurants who are in service and, you know, maybe probably pulling their hair out because they're short-staffed and they're just trying to get the food to you on time. And, you know, be gracious to the people in the stores who maybe haven't got something stocked. It's not their fault. The order came through or the truck broke down or, you know, you have no idea what the layers are. So be mindful of that. Mm -hmm. And, you know, you can even watch some Christmas movies like Home Alone or Family Vacation or Christmas Vacation. And, you know, that puts it all in perspective. You know what? None of our families are that crazy. How often did you leave your child at Home Alone? (laughs) 100%. But I always think about it too is, you know, when stuff like that happens and you get all irate and you're just so upset because you're so stressed out. But when you think about it, if you just back up for a second, like that person who doesn't even know you did not wake up this morning with the intention of pissing you off. Correct. They didn't even know you were coming into the store today. And they certainly weren't trying to upset you when they woke up this morning. Mm -hmm. And you don't know what they have on their plate. 100%. So let's talk about 
good things for the holidays? <laughs> what are some fun traditions that you have? Because those are the things that people love. Mm-hmm. We have this one thing that we've done for 15 years. Mm-hmm. Do you want me to tell you our family tradition? Yeah, I want to hear All it. All right. All right. Well, this is something I, my mom and dad started this and my, I asked mom where she thought of this or where she read about it. She said, I was just really tired because I had three little kids. So what she did is she had our stockings out and Santa never wrapped our presents. He just set presents out. Now I know it's because mom didn't want to wrap them because it was <laughs> she was too tired with a bunch of little kids. But she had our, our stockings each had a spot and she ran a candy trail from our bed all the way to our stockings. So we would pick up the candy all the way down the hall, down the stairs to our stocking. Uh, mom always got candy that I didn't like very much. So when my kids were little, I got Reese's Kisses and I didn't just sprinkle them. I individually placed them. And because I am a Pitta and I'm a bit anal, I placed them, you know, color combination order and all the way down to their stocking. And then I got them each a little basket and they would literally pick it up as they went. But they asked when they went to college, are we going to still have a candy trail? I said, I don't know. Do you still believe in Santa? And they both said, both of my kids same time. Yes, we still believe in Santa. My son last year spent the night at our house here and I went out and bought tons of little bottles of different kinds of liqueurs and little wines and little little whiskeys and scotch. And I did a little liquor trail from his bedroom door all the way to his stocking. So that is something that we have done. And it is always fun. That is fun. We would never be able to do a candy trail because we have animals. Yeah. But that sounds very interesting. You would have, you would have sick dogs thrown yeah. up everywhere. <laughs> but I do love the idea. That's very entertaining. What's the tradition you have? I don't know so much about activity tradition. Ours is more food traditions. Mm-hmm. Like we've done the same things for years. The host plans the main dish, but then everybody else brings the dare dishes. And most of us have like, oh yeah, make sure that you know, Lil brings A and Tanya brings B because we love that from them. And, mm-hmm. you know, so there's always those traditions. My brother-in-law makes home done caramel corn that is beyond Can you send me some? dying for. I love caramel corn so much. <laughs> it's actually packaged and for sale now. So you can actually buy it. You're kidding. Mm-hmm. Oh, so. send me a link. Right. So there's also that and that those are fun things. But yeah, I'm sure that there will be some new traditions starting in the Rice household since we now have a grandbaby. Yeah. And there will be things that we will want to do for a little Wally. Now, will they spend the night at your house for Christmas Eve and Christmas Day or will they just come over? So of late, they do Christmas Day with us. We've lost them for Christmas Eve. So they Mm. haven't done Christmas Eve with the big Merkel family in a long time. But this year, I think I heard they might because they're going to be switching their holiday off of Christmas Eve and Christmas Day, which would be lovely. It'll be fun. Mm -hmm. Now, you know, one thing that all of our listeners should be thinking about, and I know that a lot of times we get very busy in the holidays and we go, you know, I'm going to quit going to the yoga studio or to the gym. I'm not going to go on walks because I'm too busy. But that's the time of the year that you really need to make that a priority. And of course, Tanya and I talk yoga, so that's why I'm talking primarily yoga. But yoga is a practice that will, that's 
that is actively guiding you towards de-stressing and guiding you towards releasing anxiety. And it can help you beat that holiday stress. But not only that, a lot of it will help boost your immune, immune system. And when you're around big groups of people, it can help ward off that cold and flu season. And in the holidays, we eat a lot of stuff. We have a lot of food that is yummy. I mean, we have our holiday food traditions as well that we only make that one time of year. But it's a time if you come to yoga, you can still feel good in your skin, feel good about your body. So as you're celebrating your traditions, your food, your activities with your family, you can still feel good about your body and keeping your body strong, keeping your mind strong and keeping your energy up. And you can pat practice. Um, and I did not make this up. I saw it somewhere, but I don't remember where I would quote where, but you can practice presence instead of presence, Aww. presence with the C instead of presence with the T. And you can bring the season to your yoga mat. You know, that's a great place to help you work on the energy, your health, your mood and all that stuff. So it's a good way to feel less strazzled and to help fuel your holidays with things besides stress. Yeah, for sure. And then you consider most locations or yoga studios or gyms or whatever are hosting special event classes and winter solstice classes or, you know, special events that you can be joining for, which is always Always super lovely too when mm -hmm. you can do something that's very special for yourself, right? Yep, absolutely. Okay, I love it. And now that I have listened to myself, I am annoyed with how many times I say the word like <laughs> and right. And so I'm just going to end up cutting out half of this episode so there's nothing left to listen to. Right? Right? I like it. <laughs> <laughs> so the moral of the story, friends, is that the holidays can be very stressful. But what you do need to pay attention to is some good quality self-care, some good quality, quality time, making sure that you are spending time getting on your mat for yoga, some meditation, some journaling, some gratitude practices. These are your tools that are going to help you manage the stress of grief, anxiety, worry, financial stress, all the things. Mm -hmm. All the things. All the things. Right? Right. <laughs> also, that same person was like, I love that you started doing those endings. And then when you got to the next episode, I we didn't do one of those endings. You remember the day that we did the quadruple episode? We mm -hmm. had done, at some point, we had cracked ourselves up with one of my endings. And it was like, I don't even remember now. But <laughs> And she's like, I waited for it. And there you didn't have your ending anymore. More. So you just said like again. I know. Nah. Right? <laughs> <laughs> and I'm still coughing away. <laughs> so this is my shout out to Amanda. <laughs> Amanda, this is all because of you. Now I feel like I'm back to beginner 101 podcasting. <laughs> hey Amanda, don't tell me what I say all the time. I don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> I literally cannot talk anymore. That's it. Cat is in charge of the next episode. I will be silent and all I will do on this side is go, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> that being said, happy holidays, everyone. Happy holidays. Perfect. I'm Kat Khan. And I'm Tanya Rice. And this is Two Pittas on a Pod signing off. Thank you for listening to Two Pittas on a Pod. We're grateful you joined us. Join us again for more musings of a couple of yogis. We hope you learned, laughed, and enjoyed this podcast. 
and we hope you will share your comments or questions. Email us at twopittasonapod at gmail.com. And like us on Facebook and Instagram at twopittasonapod.